everybody. Welcome back to the great and terrible AHS. We will be talking about I Am Anne Frank Part 2. Uh, this will be a one-parter for us for the second part of I Am Anne Frank because, wow, they really... Uh, mm-hmm. They put like three quarters of the two-parter in the first part and then one quarter of the two-parter in the second part. I feel like maybe more, maybe more than that. Am I am I off base? It feels like they super overloaded the first part. No, and like I even nah. like I think I have a note somewhere later where I'm like did this need to be a part 2 of like the previous episode because like it, it it's not like it's not typical in television to start a plot thread and then resolve it in another episode. You don't like make that episode or part one and then name the next one also like part two, but the same name. Like you, you can have unique episode names, even if the same plot is continuing from one, one episode to another. I mean, I almost want to not commend them, but I'm, I'm like, it, it takes some cojones to like say like we're really doubling down on the Anne Frank thing <laughs> by unnecessarily titling two of the episodes <laughs> after it. Like they're well, like, we okay. wanted you to remember if you thought we made a mistake the first time. No, no, we did it on purpose. We liked it so much we named two of the episodes after. Yeah, it. literally <sighs> doubling down. Yeah. <laughs> also. Don't worry, in the first 10 minutes, we'll find out she's not Anne Frank, <laughs> part all of it. <laughs> so, uh, should, we, should we get down to the get down? It starts with uh, Sister Jude in a, in a car, yeah. I believe. And I, I have notes about this for specific things moving forward, but I would like to say, especially oh, if I you are like not watching along with us, um, this will mean like nothing to you, but if you are watching along, you probably noticed as well. I swear someone different directed this specific episode because it is shot so wildly differently from every single other episode we've had so far. Not even just of this season, but of the show, period. Um, There are, like, weird artistic shots. Like, this shot starting in on Sister Jude in the car, it's, like, it starts outside the car and it's, like, snowing or something. And then it zooms in until it is insanely tight on her eyes like completely like zooms in passed from the outside of the car until it is like directly in her eyeballs and then she gets out of the car which is a very weird it's almost shot like the shining (laughs) it's very odd there's gonna be a lot of like really weird um cinematography choices that are like they're kind of cool and if like the rest of the show was like that (laughs) it would be kind of cool but it's not (laughs) <laughs> There's one thing that they try to do. They use like a filter to try and like be the concept of like the veneer of things in the 50s weren't actually good and like nostalgia and all that. Mm-hmm. But then they also use it again later on in a way that goes, well, wait, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so I don't want to give it to them too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also Pleasantville did it, but you know, that's fine. Yeah, they, don't, <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they don't own it, I guess. But What? <sighs> what? You're telling me another media property did this first? I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. There's no precedent. <laughs> yeah. Who, um, who could say what like incited this? But yeah, like you said, we started um, in on Jude's in the car um, outside of someone's house. Um, we will learn that his name is Sam Goodman. Um and she's like, this is where the weird, like, artistic shots start happening. Like, there's mirrors in this guy's house. Um, and a lot of you are probably like, well, that's not important. It is because the whole scene is shot, like, 
through the reflection of the mirrors. Um, it's very, it feels like an A24 film. It's very artsy and very out of place for American Horror Story who loves their shot, reverse shot, 24 cut to open one door editing <laughs> that we've seen up until now. Um and like Sister Jude's like, oh, the the lady the lady I talked to in the woods who's like the head nun said I should come talk to you, which is weird. But um she's like, Hey, do you charge money for this? And she's like, not really she's being real vague about it. And he's like, No, this is my passion. Um and you kinda like come to the conclusion based on context clues and also things he has scattered about that this dude um is a Holocaust survivor who like tracks down Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Don't get too he's, attached I, to him. <laughs> I would much rather have a show about Sam Goodman, the guy who goes and hunts down Nazis, than whatever the rest is going on here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, guy sounds awesome. <laughs> he sounds. He's, I think this is the guy from Breaking Bad, also who plays the young, uh, plays Tio. But uh, you oh. know, he's here in American Horror. He needed a breakout role before you know that. But um, yeah, yeah, so good for him. Good for um, him. Absolutely. Again, don't get too attached to this character. Um, I'm, I'm this not. is his only scene. Um, <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. One. <laughs> yeah, and so she's like, yeah, Dr. Arden, um, a guy who works with us, and Frank um, is in our is in our asylum. Um, and she's identified this guy as being a Nazi. Can you help me track him down? And he's like, well, have you seen him shirtless? And Jude's like, why would I have seen him shirtless? And he's like, don't worry about it. Um, all Nazis have their blood type tattooed on their chest. I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't bother Googling it. Um, hmm. And then he's like, have you ever heard of Operation Paperclip? Which I had never heard of until I until I did have to Google it for this to make sure they oh, didn't yeah. just make yeah. some shit up. No, this is, yeah, this is a super well-known action of the U.S. government. Yeah, yeah where basically like the uh, United States government hired just a shitload of Nazis um, and gave them jobs yeah. and people yeah. were not happy we when they found out. We prosecuted some war criminals and then we gave the particularly talented war criminals jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh-huh. Yeah. And yes. He doesn't like outright say that's what happened but like he's he was just kind of like have you ever heard of this like kind of implying that's what happened um and then he's like or she's like how do i get him shirtless and he's like don't worry about it which is pretty much um him saying that to us the audience because this scene um will have no payoff and doesn't matter (laughs) right um i thought this was going to be the end of the opening sequence but it was not um because now we're back at briarcliff um (laughs) (laughs) where yeah mary eunice nasty mode is just vibing in jude's office when Anne frank just slams the door down with arden in front of her and like tells him like get on or like he's not even being told to get on the ground like he's just already shot in the leg and just like just tumbles over right Mm -hmm. like he just kind of like falls to the ground and she's like hey i'm gonna kill this guy because i hate him okay and then mary's like uh don't do that please (laughs) she's like let me see jude she's like okay i'll get jude please don't shoot him yet okay (laughs) and then yeah not even a full 10 seconds later um one of the guards frank just appears behind and frank and goes gotcha and just holds a gun to her head and she's like shit guess you got i guess my lifelong mission to do this is is over well my, that's where my resolve ends exactly here which yeah. is so fucking convenient that she doesn't that's the thing about this right is if she did have this like level of you know everything surrounding this whole shit um she just pulled the trigger <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, just be like all right we're 
<laughs> like there wouldn't have been a I need to make St. Jude watch this. He would have been dead in the office and then she would have walked out and been like, nice, better player one and left. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently, as we find out later, it's super fucking easy to just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah and um opening sequence yeah opening sequence plays cannot be overstated by the way how quickly the guard appears behind her um to the point where like it almost implies that he was already standing outside the door when she came in which means either she's the dumbest person alive and walked past him with the gun to arden's head thinking that he wouldn't act on it or he's the dumbest person alive who watched her walk in with a gun to arden's head and didn't immediately act on it um, but that's our opening sequence. Um, now, Anne Frank has been sedated. Uh, she's in a bed in Briarcliff. I am assuming the same bed that we've seen both Kit and Lana in. Um, mm. I'm really glad you wrote <laughs> Anne Frank has been sedated in a way that fits perfectly in the cadence of the Dead Kennedy song. I want to be sedated. Oh, Thank man. you for that. Thank you. I couldn't think Anne of the band. Sedated. Yeah, like it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck oh, in Barnacle, yeah. nowhere to go. Oh. I, I do what I can. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, and so, yeah, and Frank is sedated. She wakes up on a bed. Um, Jude shows up and is just like, okay, we got to do stuff fast because Arden's in here and he's going to, or Arden is in the hospital. Or she, she, I think like she, she wakes her up and Anne Frank's like, great, did I kill him? And Jude's like, no, you're bad at this. You shot him in the leg. That's not lethal. <laughs> and also like, there's something in his office. You have to go look in his office. And she's like, we looked in his office. There wasn't anything there. And then she's like, damn. I am bad at this, actually, uh, because Shelly's not there when they go to like, because she keeps saying there's a creature. And first of all, this is going to be a reoccurring theme for the rest of this episode is every time someone's going to see Shelly, they're going to be like, mm -hmm. that's a creature. Um, when it's clearly a lady with her legs cut off. Like, yeah, she's like a little fucked up in other ways, but like she's not yeah. unrecognizable as just she a mangled like human. She what is yeah, this she looks monster? like she has like <laughs> yeah, she looks like she has like second degree burns and like keratocytosis or whatever that thing is where your skin just generates too much creatine yeah. and makes like scales and flakes and stuff. Yeah, it's not like it's not like something of like she's like a twelve foot tall monster with venom <laughs> mouth or yeah, some she's shit. Not the like right? it's just yeah, she's just a lady with her legs cut off <laughs> I, below the hip and again like blistered up skin and shit and like some kind of like deformities and whatnot. Not enough like a kid, a small child reacting like that? Sure. Absolutely. Kids are mean and kids are stupid. That being said, adults reacting like that <laughs> constantly, weird and like shows a lack so, of critical thinking and evaluatory skill. I, <laughs> like just <laughs> I like to think that there is a point in production when they had like concept art that was like had her as like a ten foot tall monster or something, like can you make her like this? And they're they look at the budget and they're like, No. So <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely can, not. Uh, <laughs> cut off her legs, give her I a can, skin condition. Uh. Yeah, I was gonna say I can give you I can give you a boiled lady, but no legs. <laughs> that costs more. <laughs> like what's extra frustrating is like, especially in this scene, the character who first is calling her a creature is quote unquote Anne Frank, which we are going to find out in literally like ten seconds from now. Um, is just a lady named Charlotte who went crazy because her baby kept crying. And um, I've got dated really... some girls who were baby crazy, but this is ridiculous. No, but for real though, it, it's <laughs> the, the baby is crying so much that she thinks she's Anne Frank. Yeah, wow. she read she read the diary of Anne Frank, and then her baby started crying, and then she's like, 
me. You know how like when you post a relatable meme on Facebook.com <laughs> and you're like, this is so me. Um, that was her, but with the diary of Anne Frank. Um, so you think you've got it hard, Anne Frank. <laughs> like, you should try this baby. You should try having a baby that cries. I can't. This um, would be either. like, th- okay, this would be more like a weird, like, mom posting a minion meme on Facebook and then, like, becoming a minion. <laughs> like, which is so true, bestie. wild as hell. Um, yeah, uh, like, I, I don't where's know. Where's I, yeah, I guess it would be more like you'd be Gru, right? Because he's the main character. I mean, unless we're talking about the Minions movie specifically, then I feel like the Minions are considered the main character. You know what? Different discussion. This tangent's too For far a, off the tracks of AHS. Different day. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is like, so I skipped ahead just a little bit to like reveal who she actually is. This lady named Charlotte who's just like a, an Anne Frank stan, I guess. Um, but like when we first had like all of her like lore dump to jude the other day um she very specifically went into excruciating detail about like who hans gruber is um who was allegedly arden and like what he was doing specifically which is taking women and experimenting on them and then bringing them back and even if she's not anne frank and even if she didn't see that when we see these weird flashbacks which we'll get to in a second of what her house looks like and how absolutely unhinged she is like she's got full walls dedicated to like holocaust like information and like has newspaper clipping she has a pepe silva wall of like holocaust stuff and is like obsessed with it so she would know very graphic intimate details of like things that happened in during the world war and whatnot yeah. um so mm-hmm. my point here being they took, a, they took like a holocaust historian who wants to hunt down some nazis and we're like what if she thought she was anne frank also <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what if that and also we made it two different characters sam goodman and also her but then sam goodman will never be referenced again um but the point being so she would know that like there's a 99.99% chance likelihood that if he was doing that when she was in the concentration camp or that was happening and she's not Anne Frank, but that was happening during the Holocaust, that like Shelley would just be a person that had been experimented on like yeah. he had done. She would think like she they're, said d- he had they're done. doing it again. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. They're doing it again. Is That would be the first thought that goes through her head is more of this shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not, ooh, there was a nasty monster in the basement. Go look for the nasty monster. And then being surprised when no one finds the nasty monster creature. Because, like, even Jude is like, well, what was the monster like? And she was like, it didn't have legs. Like, All right, so you can identify, like, when you look at a dog, you know where its legs should be. You look at a person, you know where their legs should be. Like, you identified that the legs were where a human's legs would be. Come on, Mm -hmm. like, I don't understand how we're not all coming to the same conclusion here. (sighs) But I digress. Now her husband's here, and now we're going to get her lore dump. Um, This is where things also start to go crazy. This is what Ty was talking (laughs) about with the absolutely batshit insane filter. I um, love this too. It's like we have we have like an Anne Frank, not Anne Frank person identifying a Nazi correctly. And then it's like now here's where shit gets crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, now know. here's where shit gets crazy. <laughs> but it's so, true. Jim, who's her husband, um, is like explaining her weird obsession with Anne Frank, and then Je- J- Jude is like, uh. Well, she had, like, the tattoo on her arm. What's that about? And that's when we get one of many unhinged flashback sequences 
of these like <laughs> incredibly stylized aspect ratio changing filter put over it. There's a weird like yeah. X Files mm-hmm. style song playing over it every yeah. time there's Audio one of these. Filter everything yeah they really want to make this look old-timey yeah and and they're shooting it like it has the tone of like a 1960s sitcom parody like an i think you should leave bit about a sitcom from the 60s like Mm -hmm. it has such a bizarre tone and we have never and i do mean never in the history of american horror story up until this point and i think probably for a long time after do we do flashbacks like this (laughs) Um, where they get their own like entirely different cinematography than the mm-hmm. rest of the show. And, and and it's like they're trying to make a point with it at the end of the episode, and we'll we'll get there because at a certain event takes place, and then they have that character be in the filter again. Um, but it doesn't make sense because remember, right now all the filter means is it's the sixties at home. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's it. And like the the tone that it creates, if this was a better show and this is what they were doing, but it's not and it's not is um, as if, though, like maybe the husband was telling us falsehoods mm-hmm. um, and he was telling us like a very fictionalized version of their ideal life back at home. Yeah, he was trying to he was trying to leave it, leave it to beef it up. Yeah, he was trying to um, like make it seem more idealized than it was. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. not what's happening. Um, she's just no, mentally ill. Yeah. yeah, she's just mentally yeah, she ill. Just, this, yeah, yeah. A baby cried too much, and now she thinks she's Anne Frank, which is just outrageous. And <sighs> it's gonna get worse. Don't worry, we're not even to the bad part yet. But well, the, the <laughs> thinking the Anne Frank thing's pretty bad, but like it's gonna get worse. Um, we're not done with it yet. Uh, so Threadson uh walks in and is like. Oh, yeah, all the stuff you just said sounds like she has postpartum psychosis. And Jim, this is very important. This is an important detail. I want everyone to commit this to mind right now. It's like, my wife's not crazy. She doesn't have that. Let me take her home. My wife is a well-adjusted person, and I should take her out because my baby needs her. Um and After explaining how she isn't well and she definitely (laughs) needs help. Yeah. And, um, Wasn't she trying to do something to the baby? Actually, did that's I? Oh, later. that's later. That's, that's later. later. That's later. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Because, but just yeah, quick reminder that yeah, no, he came in here to say like yeah, here's all the reasons that she's absolutely unfit to leave this place. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd like her now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd, li- I'd like right. her. One, one, one wife, please. Yeah, yeah, the real, the like, the psychiatrist walks in and is like, oh yeah, she has this very specific condition that's treatable. We should treat her for it. And he's like, mm. no, you're full of shit. Give me my wife back. Uh, and Jude's like, eh, he makes a good point. Let's get her out of here. Because uh, Jude's not happy. Um, because now Jude realizes that um, she's been had by someone who pretended to be Anne Frank. Um, <laughs> You're not Anne Frank. Triatress of the year oh. is a thing she says at some point. Which it's like, I don't know if you got tricked by a random lady into thinking that she's Anne Frank. I think you got owned is the reality of it. I don't think you're allowed to be mad. It's like, I bought the San Francisco bridge from a couple of weird guys. It's like, yeah, you got taken for a ride, dummy. Like, <laughs> like at this point, I, I don't want to, but like at this point, I feel like us as the viewers 
very much so. Um, the state of mind that Jude is in when she finds out that it's not Anne Frank, she's like she's less embarrassed and more exasperated. I think for the same reason that us the viewers are of, well, why would the show lie to me about this? Um, yeah. What did we gain <laughs> from the show lying to me about this? Because how um, does it serve the story yeah. that she lied? Like, what? Well, how does this do anything for anyone? And Jude, admittedly, uh, reacts very similar to me and just is like, you know what? Fucking get her out of here. She's making the show weird. Get her out of here. And turns out it's super easy. Um, You can just leave, I guess, if someone asks for you to leave. Uh, And she does, which is crazy. Lana's been trying to get out of this place forever. Um, (laughs) That's wild. Uh, So anyway... That's where we're at right now is that not Anne Frank, Charlotte is uh she's left. Um in case you guys forgot, we uh, cuz I sure did. I know we took a week off of recording, but I had completely uh dumpstered this from my mind. Um Kit and Grace are getting sterilized. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, did we did we talk about there's one thing they do which I always hate, which is Oh um, yeah. Yeah, Charlotte is like you know, super Anne Frank mode, not not turning away from it. Just like, no, I'm Anne Frank. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're not my husband. I don't have a husband. I'm an independent Anne Frank who don't need no man. And then he just pulls out a photo of them together and holds it up in front of her. And she goes, oh, my God. And then is completely cured of her illness instantly. And it's like the worst trope ever. And I'm glad they at least like have it backfire a little bit i mean i guess but yeah no i hate this trope i hate so mm-hmm. much of just like yeah this person is so beyond all help that for multiple years they've done this or they went and shot a man you know stuff yeah. like that and it's like oh they just needed to look at a look at a an, an ancient token or icon <laughs> and it'll bring them right back like no that's not no there's yeah. not a relic that will just fix this um, but you that's have what they do. to say and, uh, throw a yes. if you want the that's ghost right. to be banished. I'm always saying this. Only if it's this. a pig, though. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, they don't yeah. give a shit, actually. Um, so, yeah, we're doing the sterilization thing. Um, Threadson walks in and goes, hey, you can't do that. And then they go, all right, whatever. And they keep doing it. And he goes, well, that's all I got. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um keep that in mind too we'll uh, we're gonna be compiling specific plot points this being one of many um to keep in mind for um a special reveal at the end of the thing which this is something that i've been complaining to slow beef about for the last three episodes and it's now finally coming to a head it's great it's great because it's like such a bad lazy twist that doesn't make sense in like any way shape or form in retrospect that mm-hmm. i am so glad the fact that you've been managing to talk about it with each other without like accidentally letting it slip to me isn't good work team because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it sucks it is, uh-huh. it's real bad um so we'll just move on from that for now just keep that in mind that um Threadson's like hey you can't sterilize those people and they're like fuck you and he's like me the government agent that was sent here to do investigations cannot do anything about this have a nice sterilization oh, well. goodbye <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of the two people getting sterilized, let's go visit Kit and Grace in Gay Baby Jail. Um, we haven't been around the most insufferable character in the show yet, which is shocking given that there's a Nazi serial killer. Um, right. <laughs> and um, 
they're having again this has got to be shot by a different director and a different cinematography team because there's this weird sequence of them being on two opposite sides of the wall like touching the wall as they're talking and then like it cuts to like them as if they were touching and the wall wasn't there um Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's not from this goddamn show. It is just truly so out of place. It is such a for a show that loves their basic ABC shot reverse shot triple cuts for every single editing choice. This mm-hmm. is so wildly out of place. It's almost like the whole production team took a week off except for the actors and then they had to get like the production team from a totally different show. To shoot this episode. Because even the acting, there will be a scene later where I'm like, this was directed by someone else. Like, truly. Yeah. There's no way that the director of the show directed this scene. There's just no way. Um, and that's not to say it's, like, better, per se. It's just so noticeably different that it feels like watching a different TV show. Um, <laughs> they have a really... You didn't, you didn't turn in this... You didn't do this homework. Get yeah, out of here. You just copied this from Chad GPT. You can't fool right. me. Um... They have a really annoying conversation about nothing, really. Um, And he's like, yeah, I'm so sad I'm getting sterilized. Me and Alma, the wife that I'm insistent is still alive. um, And I wanted to have kids. I tell to the woman who I've decided to bang two weeks after my wife went missing and I got arrested for it. Yeah. Um, And then Grace is like, I don't regret what we did. I would do it again. And I'm like, Grace, you're pretty bad just all around. But please have some respect. Four to to five euphoric pumps on the dough. You know how it is. Like, it just... Any percent kit. That's what they call him. He just got he got in the door, out the door. Everyone left satisfied. He's a businessman, you know? He got to sneak him in between uh, pumping gas. Like... Did, I don't know. I can't really remember if they like. Apparently, they did. Apparently, they liked it. <laughs> it uh, seems well, like, like they it. seem pretty. They seem we're, pretty up on the whole yeah. thing. We're the new game plus, uh, right? Yeah, so it's fine. Whatever you know. <laughs> so Grace is like, I, it's fine that we're that I'm getting sterilized. I'm glad that we had three seconds of sex on a weird kitchen counter, um, and now we're getting sterilized for it. And then Mary Eunice shows up. I've missed her, and I'm glad she's here. Um, and she's like. Hey, Kit, uh, you hungry? It's dinner time. It's time for din din. I'm going to get you out of here, um, which is code for, bro, I have told you to stop fucking with that crazy girl. Um, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, okay, dinner time. And then Grace is like, can I get let out for dinner? And she's like, no, you're getting sterilized tomorrow. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> to thank be you, fair, Mary Eunice. Pre- yeah, pretty good demon move, honestly. You know, yeah. like if we're being, you know. <laughs> and like Kit just like, I guess Kit didn't wait to see if Grace got let out because he doesn't care until like the next yeah, day. That, that, yeah, that seems like a real misstep, but that's some real like driving off with your kid at the gas station <laughs> shit. <laughs> just like, oh no, I forgot something. It wasn't my wallet. Oh, beans. <laughs> it was my whole ass girlfriend. So oh, crap. Sorry, I'll never do that again. <laughs> sorry, babe. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, I, I, Satan sorry I left you behind you. in solitary to get <laughs> to get sterilized. Mary, you just said dinner was ready. I had to hurry. I was hungry. Uh, are are you sterilized? Is the uterus so okay? I'm so, okay. All right. I'll talk uh, about it to you later when you're feeling better. Uh, and then as if this segment couldn't get any weirder um they're like you're gonna get sterilized tomorrow bye have fun in solitary confinement 
Um, and Grace starts like going absolutely apeshit bananas. So I guess she was okay with being sterilized if Kit was also getting sterilized. But when it's just her, I've, then it's bad. I now I suppose. I I yeah. I guess to like maybe it's supposed to be like the kind of cruelty of like, yep, I'm letting I'm letting you out. Not so fast. That was the singular you. But like. I don't know. It also comes across pretty like cheesy to the audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like, also doesn't work because Kit doesn't have like a reaction to it here because <laughs> they didn't have him notice. Like <laughs> if they were doing the cruelty thing, they should have had Mary Eunice yeah come in and be like, "Okay, Kit, let's go," and then you know have Kit turn around and be like, "Well, what about Grace?" And she goes, "Oh, Grace isn't coming out," and then Kit getting all mad or whatever. Right? That would be how you do. But instead, Kit's just the dumbest man alive <laughs> and is like dinner you say is it oh, mashed potatoes i'm out of here <laughs> and then the next day we'll be like what the what do you mean grace didn't get let out i haven't seen her for a whole 12 hours i thought she was just busy oh she's gonna be so mad at me for not asking <laughs> uh, cover story cover story cover story <laughs> oh my god and um so after she has her meltdown about getting left behind in solitary confinement i guarantee no one who's listening has any idea what i'm about to say um she gets abducted by aliens um, <laughs> remember how uh, during the storm scene there were aliens in Briarcliff and Jude saw them but just went lol lamau and never mentioned it to anybody um, they took Grace and she meets um, Kit's wife who's pregnant in like a weird white alien void this scene actually comes like five minutes from now but it's nothing. It's a five-second scene, so don't worry it's, about it. It's so funny. It like it, it is. Oh God, the way they represent the it's trying. It's supposed to be like the confusion of being abducted and the horror of being operated on and not being able to like keep track of what's happening and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, it just comes off as like, ah, oh, shit, took too many edibles and got gooped up in the <laughs> Apple Store, bro. <laughs> you know how it is. She is pretty Me and the slimy. Boys just getting goopy. <laughs> like, and it doesn't even because the alien subplot is so far removed from the rest of the show. Um. They don't even bother trying to explain, like, well, how did they get Grace out of solitary confinement? Because, like, when they took Kit and Alma, like, they sucked them through the ceiling, basically, um, with a tractor beam. So, like, how did yeah. they get her out of solitary confinement? They just have, like, they have the food flap under the door, like, lift up and have the white light shine in. And I guess we're just supposed to assume that, like... The aliens have some kind of like matter to light back to matter technology or something. It's unclear. Yeah, like she's in a locked cell. You can't just take deep, her through the roof or deep whatever. Within Briarcliff, not like on the outside with a window. Like she's in solitary, deep in the bowels of Briarcliff. It's not like it would be an easy extraction if you had to physically take her out of there. She's like deep in the rock. Yeah. 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 Um. Don't worry. That's that not important uh, you'd think that with aliens <laughs> it'd be pretty important no it's not. don't worry about it no we've got um, we've got another thread another thread no pun intended to tend to another plot thread which is threadson and lana um lana's in the central room where the song is always playing and taking her medication and then she starts disassociating by a window um, mm-hmm. And then Threadson comes up and is like, we are getting out of here. And by that, I mean, I'm breaking you out of here after dinner. Um, and she's like sick. And then that's the end of the conversation. Um, and then he goes to do his real job, which is to go talk to Kit for their daily meeting. 
all right, this is where I want everyone else to take a mental note of this scene um, for when we compile all of these at the end of this podcast episode. Um, so Threadson and Kit, I know we've had this conversation about this exact plot point before, but Threadson and Kit are um, doing their thing, which if I can remind everyone just for a moment, Threadson's job here is to determine whether or not Kit Walker, the man accused of being the serial killer bloody face, um, determine whether or not he is mentally fit to get the death penalty, essentially. Mm -hmm. It's either he isn't crazy and he's going to get the death penalty. He's in his right mind, but he's not going to, or he is going to get the death penalty, or he's crazy Mm -hmm. because he keeps talking about aliens and he's just going to live his life out in Briarcliff. Threadson allegedly is trying to work with Kit so that he can convince the court that he is not fit to get the electric chair that he is not like he doesn't fit. yeah <laughs> he is not he mentally fit he doesn't believe in the death penalty so yeah, yeah. like he's like I'm, I'm gonna try to save your life so you know um, we're gonna so have, yeah. what he wants him to do is okay kit tell me what you said to everybody tell me the whole alien abduction story and all that and the thing that's confusing about the writing is, and yeah, you, you've noted this, is so he clearly wants him to say this so that he can play it to the courts and prove that he's not of fit mind so that he gets to live here and not be put on the chair. But the way Threadson frames it is like, I want you to say this wild shit so that you can listen back to it in your own voice and hear how silly it sounds and realize that that's not the truth. But like, that's not that's not what you want, Threadson. Threadson, pay attention to what you want, buddy. Then then he like frames it as I want you to hear what it would say, because then like because Kit's been like questioning himself or whatever. He's like, I'm going to have you say I'm going to have you confess to the murders on tape like normal style no aliens involved just right. i'm gonna have you confess normal style like you had let's say you did do it i want you to confess like you had so that you can hear it and hear how it sounds coming out of your mouth so that you can determine whether or not that's true which i'm sure all of you just went liz did you misspeak wouldn't you want him to say the crazy thing to see mm-hmm. if it sounded right no Threadson wants him to confess to the crimes that he didn't do and also not mention the crazy part. The best part about this is um, I had totally thought it was something else he was saying. And like, for what it's worth to the listeners, Liz usually watches through this like way slower a bunch of times while she's taking notes and all that. So if Liz says like something happened, her interpretation is almost certainly correct. Um, I thought Threadson was like trying to get him to say all the alien stuff. And then Kit was like being insistent of like, no, I did it. I believe I've worked through my issues. I did it. I was the one who did it. Um, and I thought that's what they were going for. Cause now it's even more fucking confusing. Cause now it makes even look, cause like, yeah. at least then it's like Threadson's trying to get him to say the alien stuff, but Kit refuses because he's now internalized that he actually did it. And that's the conflict. But yeah, that's not what's going on at all. I hate the show, man. Yeah. And we'll reveal like, we won't get to the reveal, but this is a very important thread in the reveal later at the end of the episode. And we'll go back to it. Don't worry. Um, but you'd think at this point, any rational human being like Kit Walker would be like, well, why do you want me to confess to something I didn't do on tape? That seems a bit odd. That seems a bit counterproductive. Oh, well, you're the doctor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kit just does it. Um, I we'll get we'll get there. Um, anyway, the, that's when we get the alien scene. 
where Alma is like Duped up in the yeah. Apple Store, baby. And, <laughs> just me and the girls getting sloppy with some lube and rolling around <laughs> on the iPods. Yeah. I don't even remember what Alma says, but she says some shit to Grace like it's fine. Don't don't worry. I'm Alma. I think at one point she's just like I'm Alma, and it's like oh thank God I was wondering <laughs> I didn't know who you were. I, that, I'm just imagining like getting into an interaction with somebody where I have been abducted by aliens and the first other person has been abducted by aliens comes up to see me. I don't think my first thing would be like, hi, my name's Mike, because like that's yeah. nothing. Like, you know how many mics there are? Two in this fucking podcast. Like, yeah, it's not right? useful like, information. Not like, you think they I'm would Alma. Be. All the nuts? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know how many ladies named Alma there are? It's the 60s. Like, yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's literally... And then, like, Grace gets surgeried by an alien or something. But we don't really see what happens. Um, then Jude, somewhere else in Briarcliff, calls um, Goodson and is like, Hey, my, my B. Um, turns out Arden wasn't a Nazi and that wasn't Anne Frank. So it was my bad. Call it off. Um, <sighs> we're unfiring <laughs> Chekhov's gun. It's less interesting than we were saying. The, yeah. the lady is, is delusional and he's not a Nazi. Yep, that's don't worry about it. He <laughs> just sucks. <laughs> and then Arden comes into the room at that exact moment and is like, hey, you telling people I'm a Nazi? And she's like, no. Um, and he's like, okay. Were you snooping in my office? And she's like, yeah. What, what wrong information did you tell them? And the, uh, is this? No, later on is where he walks into a room and goes, well, well, well. And I almost fucking died. Yeah, that's a little later. He, he not only says, well, well, well to this character. He says, well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. Which is like the most cliche thing anyone has ever said ever. I feel like- yeah, I feel like the writers are like, it's the 60s, we're allowed to be this corny, right? Like, it's like, how they, it's like ah, I don't know. There's something about saying that to presumably Anne Frank that's, like, extra funny, too. Yeah. It's like, well, 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 if it isn't fucking Anne Frank. <laughs> Thank you, American Horror Story. Very cool. Oh, um, my God. And he's like, okay, well, were you snooping in my office while I was gone? And she's like, yes, I was. And he's like, did you find anything? And she's like, no, it was boring. And then he looks like his feelings get hurt, which is very funny. Um, and then he's like, well, I'm not owned by that. But also, um, I'm going to press charges against you uh, for letting Charlotte get a gun and then not punishing her. And I'm like, I don't think that's a crime. Um Maybe if she, like, went on to do something later, I guess. I think the idea is it's supposed to be, like, a, negligence, like she's maybe? under her ward and, like, negligence. But, yeah, I... I this uh, is, like, it, confusing. If, yeah. if he didn't work for them... That's... Maybe, but like he gets workman's comp for yeah. this is what it is, yeah. like, right? Like this, this isn't a lawsuit. This is workman's comp, dog. Like you got injured at work in the line of doing work at an asylum. This isn't a lawsuit. Yeah, at the asylum. Yeah, like this is absolutely you need to get paid by your company and or corporation. But that doesn't. In- Unfortunately, saying. Sorry, I'm not going to be able to work for a couple weeks. I got to file some paperwork and go to court over this workplace injury. It doesn't generate as much drama as I'm suing you, Sister Jude. <laughs> you know, so. but like, yeah, but that's the thing that like it also confuses to me anyway. Like the relationship they have because it's like, 
aren't you the doctor here? Like, as in an employee <laughs> well, especially of Especially the- because... Uh, Another doctor's about to walk out the door and be like, remember, I didn't work here and I never did. And I'm like, wait, does Arden actually work here? <laughs> like, yeah. Who does uh, work here? Raise your hand. Show me. It, it, <laughs> that's like, it's so confusing. Like, and it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Like, there's no point to this. But. It sure shouldn't be. But he's like, I don't forgive you. Maybe if you grovel on the ground or some shit, because I'm a little freak. Um, I'll yeah. keep you from getting excommunicated or whatever. And she doesn't. Um, and then he's like, I'm leaving. And then he does. And he goes back to his office and takes his pants off. Um, and within microseconds of his pants hitting the floor, Mary Eunice just appears out of thin air. Like she smelled that dick just from miles away. Um, she's like, I'm going to take care of your gunshot wound. I'm also not being nasty right now. I'm being a night. I'm not being normal Mary Eunice, but I am being less nasty than I was last time we were in this office together. Sorry, used the wrong brand of nasty. Didn't expect you to be that averse yeah. to it. I thought you'd be at least a little into it. That's my bad. Sorry, usually the seduction thing works 100% of the time. That's on me. Next time I'll try a gentle caring nun first, said yeah. Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she's like... Satan aftercare fucking showing back up the next day. Sorry it didn't go well, honey. Yeah, consider it Satan. She's like, yeah, sorry for telling you to chow on my snatch. And he's like, it's okay. It was part, probably the barometric pressure making you a little silly. Um, and Which, <laughs> yeah, Paul I like, Mulligan, I like that yeah. it was just the immediate, like, we'll just say it was the universe acting weird that day. We'll, we'll just pretend yeah. we ne- that never happened. Which, like, it's, God, it's a pretty uh, good way of just like, yeah, we, we'll just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, let, yeah. let, I wish people in my life had that same level of, like, courtesy when I'm being a I little think, silly. I've had days where I really wish someone was like, it was probably the barometric pressure. <laughs> you were probably <laughs> in a silly goofy mood. Uh, Mercury <laughs> retrograde, etc. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, thank you for taking care of Shelly in the basement and getting her out of there. Because there's a moment when um, Anne Frank slash Charlotte breaks in with the gun to Arden's head where she's like, go get sister Jude. And Arden like looks to Mary Eunice and is like, go sister. And I guess that's when the implication is that she goes and like takes care of Shelly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I assume Mary Eunice did this of her own accord. I don't think that's what he was saying. Um, but that's how it has played out that Mary Eunice did him this solid. Um, and, Mary Eunice is like, all right, here's the deal. You and I, we're going to team up to get Jude out of here um, so that we can run Briarcliff, which you'd think that if you eliminated the like religious leader mm-hmm. of Briarcliff, um, that Satan would no longer have any interest in the asylum. Who could say? Um, that That is now Mary Eunice's... Uh, I... I feel like the demon's being too logical here, where it's like, now I will own the asylum. Like, why do you want an <laughs> asylum? You're a demon. Like, what do you because think? Because I need this it. This is a monopoly. I yeah, I can't build a hotel <laughs> on that property unless I have the asylum. Oh, okay. oh that's what we're doing? Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, sure. And luckily, Arden's yeah. okay with it, because he's like, okay, I'm going to work with you now. And he clearly thinks like he's the one calling the shots, but like it's obviously Satan slash Mary Eunice. Um, but now uh-huh. we have this team up going on again. Um, now we get more absolutely wild unhinged cinematography where we mm-hmm. pull in on a shot of children leaving a school 
playground or going out of a school onto a playground. Oh, I hate this scene. Yeah. And it is a wild flying camera zoom floating shot that comes in at a angle and turns the camera and it's clearly not being steady cammed because they like almost drop it while they're trying to flip the camera over it's not a well executed shot it is wild also this shot does not need to be a weird camera flying zoom in floating shot from nowhere but it's children we're a- leaving a school no we're about to see the biggest monster of all american horror story just completely unrecognizable <laughs> this demonic force get ready for the most shocking thing my loins are girded uh so it's a school and there's children running outside kid goes to get a drink from a water fountain and then looks down the snare down the stairs um because she hears someone wheezing and oh my god it's shelly at the bottom of the stairs and she looks like shit which is, you know, because she like got her yeah. legs cut off in a skin condition or whatever. But um, the kid immediately runs away, like screaming like monster, monster and all that, uh, which, OK, like I get it for a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Then the like chaperone or teacher with them or whatever just like goes over there and then also just kind of starts screaming as well yeah. with the children. <laughs> Yeah. And that's like- it. That's the end of that scene. That's the full response we get. Um like what? Good job, Marianus. What? Like, is this is gonna have to be I, some kind of power play to get something going, or else Mary Eunice Satan is just like, I'll just uh see if I can get a zombie a GED. Like, yeah, I don't like, know nothing, what the fucking play was here. Yeah, nothing yeah. makes sense here. It's like so weird. And like, cause also that woman would, in, like, realistically, would probably be like, oh my, oh wait, that's a person who needs a lot of help. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, I you call, know, I should call nine one one. Extremely injured, but this woman's like, oh my god, this freak! Like, you know, like, kicks what? her down the stairs. She doesn't, but it would have been funny. Um, and <laughs> Back to the demons with you or whatever but <laughs> that's where that scene ends um it doesn't really go anywhere um and then back at Briarcliff, we're doing more cinematography bullshit and everything is in slow motion for some reason like literal slow motion as charlotte is being put back in Briarcliff, the same way that she was taken out of like it almost looks like and i'm sure they did it looks like they shot the same scene but like <laughs> had them go back up the stairs instead of coming down the stairs. Like they just shot the scene of her leaving Briarcliff and then we're like, great. Now we're going to shoot you going back up the stairs <laughs> um, to indicate that you've been put back into Briarcliff one day later. Um, and she gets thrown in a cell. And that's mm. when Arden comes in and is like, well, 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 look what the cat dragged in. And Frank. Um, and then the door closes and we don't see what their interaction is. Like, it seems like he's going to do something to her, but he doesn't. He will do something to her later, but not in this scene and not in the cell. Um, Jim, I know you're all like, who the fuck's Jim? Jim, her husband from earlier, is talking to Jude and is like, yeah, that was crazy. It's, I know it's been like 24 hours. Um, she's so much worse at home now. Just like absolutely a different level. She tried to smother our baby to death. Um. Which is, wow, that's crazy. Maybe you shouldn't have taken the woman who um, was suffering from psychosis and thought she was Anne Frank um, just kind of arbitrarily out of the asylum. Um, just a thought. Maybe you should have listened to this, the actual medical professional who was like, that's postpartum psychosis. Um, no, who could say what, what led yeah. us here? 
<laughs> um, he quite literally says she, she being Charlotte, is not like other girls. She's worse. And that's not me doing a bit. He says that, which is very <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's really good. It, yeah, looking back, this is a great line. <laughs> <laughs> she's not like other girls. She's worse. I'm like, me fucking too. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, could you maybe get that like doctor who was in here the other day to help Threadson or whatever? He seemed like he knew what was up. You know, the guy I told to fuck off because he was full of shit. Um, yeah, could I'll you take maybe- the L on this. He called, yeah. he called my wife crazy. Well, he was right, and I need his help now. <laughs> and dude's like, all right, well, we'll track him down to help, I guess. Um, too bad for her. Threadson is sneaking Lana out now, which the great news is it's the easiest thing to do in the yeah, world right? um like, act natural but like it's not really a problem yeah <laughs> like, like they just walk out of there with like threads and shit in a box because like it, he's, it's so yeah. funny too because she's like how are we gonna get out like what's the plan and he's like we walk and she's like what he's like here put this coat on put this funny hat on hold this box in front of you we walk and she just like doesn't get this and he's like there's no security you're all really none of you have tried have you (laughs) what about what about like considering like didn't didn't pepper just like walk out the front Uh like multiple times we still don't know where pepper is nobody's mentioned pepper for like three episodes um and lana goes to his car um frank stops threadson as he's leaving and is like, hey, Jude needs your help with that lady who thinks she's Anne Frank. And Threadson says, and I quote, add this to the list. And this isn't what he says, um, but add this to the list of things we're going to discuss at the end of this episode. He says, and I quote, I don't work here. I never worked here. Tell Jude I said that. Just keep that in mind. He says that um, as if um, it couldn't okay. be more obvious. <laughs> Can we have a quick aside about the fact that if you put one guy sitting at a desk right next to the door and that was the only thing between me getting lobotomized and sterilized Mm -hmm. and freedom Mm -hmm. dog i don't care if that was the fucking macho man randy savage (laughs) at his prime i would take his ass out i would sneak behind him with a pipe a rock a stick choose anything i'd find something i'd find a way like one guy is not enough to you need an army to keep somebody in that kind of situation right like you need like a team and just like one guy that you can just walk up to at any time and be like hey bill want to let me go today no all right see you later man and, like, just <laughs> we'll try, try again tomorrow no one, yeah yeah <laughs> see, see you tomorrow brother <laughs> like <laughs> you want a bj from chloe like oh, okay cool yeah. that's like you know what problem fucking solved doesn't matter if it's macho man i don't have to do anything it's fucking easy Easy mode, but yeah, they're talking. Yeah. And then speaking of lobotomization, um Arden like catches Jim in the hallway as he's leaving the cell and is like, Hi, do you want me to lobotomize your wife? And Jim's like, Yeah, that'd be great, actually. Um, will it make her not strangle our baby anymore? And he's like, Yeah, it, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be great. Um, I'm also definitely not just doing this out of spite. Um I'm going to spite lobotomize your wife is what I'm telling you. Uh, That will be an ongoing thing that happens for the rest of the episode. We'll get intermittent shots of her getting lobotomized. The end result is that she is lobotomized. We'll get to that at the very end. Um, Meanwhile, Frank goes back to Jude and is like, uh, Lana escaped. Oops. Also, Threadson's gone, so he can't help with this. And then we get 
a wild scene. A full ass <laughs> monologue from Sister Jude. Jude <laughs> Sister Jude goes on such a wild monologue <laughs> that we give this actress a lot of credit and she usually does an incredible job. Yeah. This monologue, she goes through like three different accents. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know what the fuck was going on with this one. It's it's bizarre. Like there was a moment where I was like is this character Southern now? Like, when, <laughs> when, did, yeah. that, when did that get well, added to the like, portfolio? She slips a little bit into um into Constance Langdon a few times, and then she slips into Sister Jude, and then she slips into just Jessica Lang talking. Um, yeah, and yeah. it is just a wild ride. That's not even like the. That's not even what makes this speech wild. What's wild is Frank walks in and gives those two pieces of information. Lana has escaped. Threadson doesn't work for us anymore. And then mm-hmm. she's like, when I was a girl, I had a squirrel that I tried to raise and I was bad at it and it died because mm-hmm. I didn't feed it. Um, my mom came home and was like, what the fuck is that? And threw away the dead squirrel. Um, and then I was mad that God didn't answer my prayers. Um, Jessica Lang selling the hell out of being an unhinged person because she cannot keep her accent straight. Um this scene is nothing. This speech is nothing um, and yeah. means nothing. Um, it's not like particularly relevant to anything. It's just Sister Jude like continuing to break down a little bit. But it's like, no, it's cool. We got we got that that she was breaking down. This is the whole them feeling the need to like fuck with somebody for one more episode than they should yeah. thing that American Horror Story does sometimes, I think, where like. We already got that Sister Jude was about at the breaking point before I Am Anne Frank Part 1. Like, that was pretty established, I feel like. And then now they're just continuing to wail on her to the point that it's just like, okay, if she was going to have, like, a break, it would have been earlier. It wouldn't be because of this. It wouldn't be mid-squirrel speech or something. Like, way more. She saw fucking aliens, bro. (laughs) She saw fucking aliens, and she was fine. Uh, and this speech that means nothing and has no relevance to the plot ends with like a really poignant quote from her mother, which is, God always answers our prayers, Judy. It's just rarely what we're looking for. or It's rarely the answers we're looking for, which like it's like, damn, someone else definitely wrote this episode and directed it because this monologue already feels like it's from a different show entirely. Like the Hallmark way that it's shot. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that scene, it was definitely not pinned by American Horror Story writers. There's no way in hell that was written by the American Horror Story writing team. Um, and then Jude changes into her non-nun clothes and packs up and leaves. Uh, meanwhile, Charlotte is still getting lobotomized. Jude puts on some slutty lipstick and goes to a bar, uh, gets hit on immediately. We'll find out in about three minutes that she bangs the guy who hits on her. Good for her, uh, Slay. Uh, and then I hope everybody's ready because now we have reached <laughs> the culmination of all of the things I've been so mad about this episode and previous episodes until now. Because Slow Beef <laughs> and I have both known this scene was coming for a long time. Oh, mm-hmm. man. It's <laughs> the thing is, like, I'll be honest. Uh, they got me. I didn't really think it would, uh, it would turn this way because it, um, doesn't make sense and doesn't work narratively. Nope. So I don't, no. I don't see why they would do it. 
that's right it was bambi the deer was bloody face <laughs> the whole time like it just it's so what? fucking stupid uh, okay you know what go for it go for yeah. it go get okay, it so get it i, I can't brief, very brief tldr of what happens is threadson takes lana to his house instead of taking her home and he's like well we can't take you home they're gonna go looking for you because you went missing they're gonna think uh-huh. you went to your house which is like whatever that whatever um yeah and she's like that's fine um, and then he's like, you want some wine? And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And then he, he goes and gets some wine. And at this point, she goes and calls 911. It's unclear mm-hmm. why she calls 911 at this point, because he hasn't thought, done anything bad yet. I thought she was calling. She was trying to call home. Like, for, didn't she, she lies. Say, like, she oh, lies. Yeah, okay. Because I also thought that. I'm like, oh, that was weird. Well, no, she, she dials five numbers. Because I remember thinking, is this 911? And then she dialed five numbers, and I'm like, well, it's not 911. Not that five numbers is anything either, but. Yeah, because I watched she, it back several times, and I'm like, she didn't dial a full phone number. She could have only dialed 911. Like. It was five numbers specifically. <laughs> it was like, because it, it's like a rotary where you like put your finger in, spin it around, let go. So it's like very notable every time you do one. I mean, and so, yeah, it's just like. I guess it's it possible. It might have just been their editing was bad yeah, as well. That, is it? I think what it probably is more likely is that they they were lazy and didn't want to show her actually dialing nine numbers. So they just <laughs> had her dial five and then were like, that's they enough realize, to not be like, 911, I guess. Yeah. I, that's probably what it is. They realized if it was three, it would be like, oh, she was dialing 911, very obviously. Um, well, either way, he rolls back in and just slams the phone on the thing and goes, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't give it away just yet. We got to tell the cops tomorrow or whatever. Like some weird. Um, He's like, we're going to break the news to everybody tomorrow. Like tomorrow yeah, after the, yeah. the heat has like calmed down. He's like, he has a Freudian sleep slip where he's like, uh, you're gonna win sleep. sleep. That's when, sleep. <laughs> no, it's true though. Yeah. It's um, when you want to sleep with your mom. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Gotta you made a real Freudian sleep there, you dumb idiot. <laughs> get fucked. Get fucked. Threads in. Um, oh god! If only you knew how relevant no. that is. Actually, uh, um, yeah. So he's like, boy, howdy. Well, <laughs> he's like, you're gonna win a Pulitzer Prize for telling my story. That's his slip. As he says, my um, story instead and, of your story. And the thing is. Is, the the thing is the next twist is so nonsensical it's and awesome. poorly broadcast up to this point and just not I legitimately didn't think that it was supposed to be like he was implying that there was another more important story that he was doing I thought it was just like some 60s ass misogyny and it was just going to be like a man taking credit for a woman's journalistic works which happens <laughs> like a lot in journalism in science and engineering and shit so i just assumed it was that i'm like oh it's just like right he's helpful but it's like still the sex it's still the 60s so he still has like sexism kind of like inherently yeah. at his core that you know we haven't worked through yet as a society that's very insightful american no no but no, then no, no, he turns on the nipple lamp <laughs> Um, right after that, he turns on a lamp next to Lana that has human nipples, and then he is like, do you want a mint? And he offers her a bowl of mints that's very clearly atop of someone's fucking skull. And at this point, she's not like, hmm, that's a bit weird, but she is a little uncomfortable. So she asks to go to the bathroom and ends up just like blindly running through the house and ends up somehow exactly in his people furniture making room. Um... 
exact and I'm not making this up. This is not me doing a funny bit. I swear it's to God, so this is funny. real. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. It seems like something Liz would say because it's so goddamn funny and nonsensical. But no, it just it just happens. Go ahead. <laughs> she somehow not only ends up in that room out of all the other rooms in this huge fucking house. She also ends up standing exactly where he has a small two by two trap door. I and, and he's so like dis- he's leaning on the door frame. And he's like. So you found my workshop, and he's like, "She's like, yeah, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "I make furniture." And he, she's like, "What do you make furniture out of?" And he's like, "Skin." And then he <laughs> her through the trap door. Yeah, it's so, so dis- funny. They're like, so, why did they have this exchange go this way? I'm so disappointed in you, American Horror Story. I really am. I <laughs> think <laughs> it's good. I think this is a good scene. It's not. It's, it's legitimately. No. It's, like the thing that sucks about this is this is their big reveal of Threadson is really the big nasty killer or whatever. Um, the problem is they lead into it with a uh, comedy sketch <laughs> where <laughs> she runs into the wrong room because he doesn't tell her where to go to the bathroom. And he goes in and he goes, hey, looking at stuff. And she goes, uh, uh, just looking at stuff. And he goes, what are you seeing? <laughs> uh, skin lamps, skin lamps. Who would make that? Do you make those? Maybe I do. And then he just like drops the <laughs> trap door. It's so dumb. How? Like it's so dumb. Who has a trap door? <laughs> Who has a trap door? And Even th- evil people. Th- how did she end up out of all of the places in the fucking house? First of all, why does he have a trap door there? It's in his workshop. Like, is he having people like, there a lot? It, like It's not like he was like chasing her down either. This wasn't like a dead by daylight, like, ah, damn, I already vaulted this window three times and it's blocked. Time to keep going. (laughs) Like, you know, it wasn't like he forced her over there. She just like picked a door at random and he's like sitting in the living room, sees what direction she runs off to, hears a door open and you just hear from the living room him going, woo, she picked the (laughs) trap door room, baby. I've been doing this shit for so long. He just goes, nice. Nice. Finally, someone in the fuck trap door room oh i'm over there baby and then he like picked up the remote and walked over and he's like what are you looking at <laughs> he was just so excited which honestly good for him this is probably a like a setup that has had no payoff for like a long time good for him i'm you know what me Happy setting a trap wow, at the beginning is... of the round that makes no sense trust me it'll pay off later <laughs> yeah i'm <sighs> I, I can't enjoy it i'm too disappointed i'm just disappointed this so, is like disappointing it sucks. yeah no yeah, I if know. i was coming I'm to the show like... from like wanting to for it to be good or a horror show i would be so mr upsetty <laughs> i'm glad my frame is the show sucks <laughs> yeah so before we get before i backtrack to all of the things i've complained about this episode um uh-huh. the the real culmination here is that um oh. back at briarcliff grace is just back and she's bleeding in like the common room and no one seems to notice this besides kit kit's like oh shit my girlfriend's back hey i definitely didn't leave you to get sterilized are you okay and then as they're about to like talk about the aliens or whatever. Um, two goofy-looking detectives from earlier come, who were also, by the way, these were the oh, detectives oh. who said they were going to investigate Arden for being bloody face. Um, that never went anywhere. Uh, just I, in case you're curious, way, I, I can't. I can't remember if this is the scene. I remember there's one where they specifically like framed someone having blood running down their leg. Was that yeah, this? It's Grace, was yes, that yes. 
that's grace so she's specifically bleeding in a way that would insinuate she perhaps had just gotten a surgery down in that area mm-hmm. that kit did not do anything to stop yeah. so maybe kit would be like "Ooh, i should um take a sec <laughs> i think like yeah, yeah. no um <laughs> okay. they just kind of move past it real quick um but they drag Kit away and they're like, you're under arrest for the, all the murders that we said you did, which I would have thought they would have already arrested him if he's at this point. He's in Briarcliff. So can you double arrest somebody? Can you arrest them out of the place they're being held after being arrested? Can you get arrested out of jail? Well, uh, those are questions for a different day, I guess. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the culmination is they're like, yeah, we have you on tape confessing to all the murders. Yeah, because Threadson got you to record yourself confessing on tape to all the murders, you idiot. Um, that's where this all culminates is... What I've been complaining to Slow Beef about for the last, ever since the episode where he went to go quote unquote check on, on Wendy and like broke into the house and was like, uh, she wasn't home. I know she's a school teacher, but I broke in because she wasn't there during the day on a school day. And I thought something bad had happened and nobody batted an eye at it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been complaining like, damn, watching this a second time, knowing what I know, they didn't even try. Like they were, you could tell they were so proud of themselves. Like it was going to be this big ass jigsaw, like saw one reveal where it's like John Kramer was alive the whole time and laying on the floor. He was the dead body. But like, it's really just, no, if you go back and watch all the things, um, that all of the things I pointed out this episode alone, all those bullet points I asked you to take note of, um, it's just piss poor writing. Just it doesn't, dog yeah, shit writing. It doesn't add up. Because, um, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. You have the to last just assume thing... every character is a moron for this to work. Every character has to be just a fucking idiot why, for this why to would work. Bloody, why would Bloody Face also be just offering up, like, yeah, I broke into the the apartment of this girl I killed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? Like, just well, be like the cops told me. I, I don't know. That's, you that's know? what I'm saying is like all the things where it was like, well, why did you have him say this? I guess because you want yeah. it to be like a funny looking back. Like, oh, how did I not catch that before? Because it was fucking stupid. You had him be fucking stupid. That's what yeah. you yeah. did. That's not how that. Right. The way it's supposed yeah, to work. You, is, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The whole thing is you're supposed to write like actions that both go along with the motivations that we assume they have at the time like likely that are you know align with the the protagonist or whatever but then later on it's revealed that like oh the actions he was doing to help the protagonist also helped to further his own third end that we weren't aware of right because it's like there's the protagonist the antagonist in this case you know like jude and arden versus lana or whatever you know lana and kit and then you have you know these third agents to the side of like bloody face and satan so it would be yeah the things that he was doing that were helping lana were also helping further his thing but maybe not like jude and arden or whatever right um but it's not that it's just he did a bunch of shit that doesn't make sense for Bloody Face to do, and then at the end they go, "Actually, he's Bloody Face!" Ta-da! And like <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, and we framed yeah. this one guy who conveniently was here as Bloody Face, as the real Bloody Face, so that he'd get double arrested for it. Ta-da! Um, don't You're worry. Right. This throt or this throt, this thread, and this plot, both of them are now going to have a chokehold on the rest of this season so i hope you're ready for that mm-hmm. um anyway as kids being dragged away for being arrested twice for the same crime um 
Grace like screams that. But like, I was already <laughs> in custody, yeah. and now you're in custody and under arrest, little man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grace is like, aliens are real. Alma's alive, and Kit's like, what? And then he gets dragged out of the room. Um, now we're back <laughs> at Threadson's murder hut. Lana fell through the floor. She's now chained to the floor, jigsaw style. It literally looks like frame for frame the scene out of saw one like she's just also hey quick question to beef and liz here do either of y'all ever watch the series heroes not in a way that I've, i remember anything about it i've seen scenes, no okay pieces yeah okay in the first season zachary quinto plays like the main antagonist of the whole thing and he's like a serial killer watchmaker kind of guy who's like very into disassembling and doing all these plots and he does he i remember him doing a very good job at the time obviously i was like a teen it was come out but you know it, it might be terrible in retrospect um but he's just doing that character now uh they just straight up were like just just be your uh be your killer from heroes but in this show now thanks <laughs> like, so cool. they really did they were just like we hired you to be that guy later um at first you get to be a big nerd but then we do need you to do the role of the show that was very successful for us please (laughs) awesome i love that for him um Uh. this scene wild um as if the rest of them haven't been um so lana wakes up on the jigsaw floor in his basement and wendy's dead body is next to her and she's like, oh, sick, Wendy's here. Um, and then he, mm. she rolls Wendy over and is like, oh, no, Wendy's dead. And she's cold, like uh, ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Threadson walks in and is like, I put her in the freezer for you so that she'd be, like, not rotted and stuff. Isn't that so nice? Um, and then uh, Lana's like, no. <laughs> um, and Threadson is wearing a fucking camisole, like a woman's camisole over his shirt, like his button-up shirt in this scene. I guess so that we could rip off Silence of the Lambs. I don't know why. Right. I don't know why that was like what they were like. This is what Bloody Face does. He wears a woman's camisole over a button-up shirt and then also <laughs> a leather face mask. Um, just a dog shit character we're go- design. <laughs> we're going in a few directions here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of threw some darts uh, at a character creation table, and this is what we ended up with. Um, and so now Threadson's like, I stole Wendy's teeth. Ta-da! Uh, and that's where that ends. And then we see Jude fuck yeah, the guy from like, the bar. He's like, kiss her. It's part of the treatment. Kiss her now. And she's just like, what? And he's like, kiss. That's your wife. You love her. Right? Give her a kiss. It's really <laughs> weird and confusing. Yeah. And like, yeah. I and guess he's like, I took he her wasn't. Teeth. <laughs> yeah. He like doesn't have good serial killer motivations. Like in the character shouldn't be one. So as soon as he's like propelled into the serial killer role, it's like. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. You yeah. know? He's got yeah. that real Ricky Bobby like, oh, I took her teeth. Is this anything? Like- <laughs> <laughs> I put him in my mask because my mask needed teeth. Um, and then now here's the mo- one of the most frustrating parts of this is we're back to the fucked up weird. Uh, we promised you it would come back and it did. The fucked up flashback style stylized like. Oh, for- first Jude, uh, Jude had sex. Yeah, Jude okay, had sex. Great. Um, yeah. Sorry, there's a there's a scene of Jude walking out of a room after she had sex with a guy, and um, shout outs to that guy. Probably one of the few people to have like a truly happy ending in American Horror Story. <laughs> went to the bar, got laid, went home. No, Congratulations to you, my man. They're gonna have him back in season nine as like some no, random. Yeah, no, they always do that shit. You're no one's safe for no yeah. reason. Yeah, sorry. So but. now we're back to the terrible stylized 1960s sitcom flashback style shot. Uh-huh. And Jim walks in and Charlotte is rocking the baby and is like, 
better now. Um, so I guess the takeaway is that lobotomies are good, yeah. actually. So, <laughs> specifically, it's like every time they're from Charlotte's perspective, they put that filter over the top of everything, which I guess is supposed to be like equating getting a lobotomy to the so, kind of like nostalgia people have for the late 50s and early 60s. Except like that doesn't work. Like that's what the filter use would imply, but nothing else in the narrative backs that. It's yeah. Lobot yeah. It's <laughs> also all of the other scenes that use this filter, um she has not had a lobotomy. She is just mentally ill. And also yeah. they're from the it's perspective of her husband, yeah. not from her perspective. So um, also not remembering good times either it's not like it, again it would make more sense if she was like having these like leave it to beaver like saccharine clearly partially falsified memories of like oh things were really good and i love my kids and all that like you know if they had it a clever show would have done like a sitcom style introduction to the flashbacks and like clearly make it look like almost like some growing pains shit right right of yeah. just like clearly this is too perfect no one actually lives like this so that when there were like little hints of disconcert here and there it would make sense of like okay this is her trying to you know kind of wallpaper over the the bad parts of her life or whatever so that then later on when the lobotomy makes a return and the filter makes a return it's like this is the like getting a lobotomy or you know like doing this kind of thing and just wallpapering over your life with falsehoods is the equivalent to getting lobotomized there'd be something there right mm -hmm. but it's not that it's just we put the filter over the memories to show it's the 60s comma also we put it on at the end i guess <laughs> <laughs> And also lobotomies are good is the takeaway because she's better yeah, now. Yeah, they don't she, really, they don't, yeah, they don't have the scene of it like pulling away and she has like a tear, like she doesn't say like, yes, honey, smile, and then tears are flowing out of her eyes or whatever. You know, the traditional like right. behind <laughs> this face is misery. They don't do that. She's just like, yeah, baby's good. Love yeah. you, hon. Lobotomies okay, kick ass, <laughs> actually. I don't think I'm Anne Frank anymore. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Ta-da, my baby's cool now. I don't care if he cries. Um, And then there's like, kind of like a little tidbit in that last scene where like it zooms in on one of the like many things she has on her uh, memorabilia yep. wall and we see a guy who is maybe Arden well, question mark yeah, question it, mark it, question it, mark yeah it's because she like is agreeing to throw everything out because she no longer thinks she's Anne Frank because lobotomies work and are cool and good um and she loves that she got one and then yeah they just like one of the pieces of paper she's throwing out is like a photo of all of the Nazis at summer camp, I guess. It's like a really... <laughs> it's, I, yeah. It's, it's like, a really stupid photo, and they zoom in, and like one of the 300 people, it's like, oh, this was Arden when he was a kid, which like... Maybe. It doesn't it, even look like it's him. It's not great. It's, it's, yeah. if you pause it, it's like, okay, that is, that's uh, James Sunderland. Or, no, not James. What the hell's the guy's name? The actor, I can't think of it. Whatever, you know, it, it's dark. It's like James. Uh, yeah, Cromwell, yeah. So Cromwell. either way, just a case of like, why did we spend a whole episode of like building up Arden as like the nastiest nasty man who's ever been nasty and a Nazi and all that, and then you decided to earlier this episode introduce some doubt into that right because that's what they were doing with like saying oh she's not actually Anne Frank because now there's doubt in that story but also we've seen the Arden's action or the actions Arden has taken and we've seen you this, know how he responds to people like commenting on this shit is he obviously has an outsized reaction of like no I'm no 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 so like clearly something's there 
And then they're like, no, maybe not. And then less than a full episode later, they're like, no, yeah, I was. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's we all lied. crap. Yeah. Also, lobotomies I mean, kick ass. But like, and I, I kind of, I, I mentioned this too, because it is, it's, it's a, it, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, but they can't, they can't, they can't have her be Anne Frank, but then it means like her accusation can't be right. You know, that, that doesn't really work either, but they just decide, no, it does. And now it does, you know? So it's just, it's garbage. Like it doesn't. And like, yeah. it's one of those things too, where if, if the way they had had it resolve was like, she goes, okay, I'm not Anne Frank. That being said. I now am just a war crime researcher, <laughs> and I yeah. do just know like, that that's you. <laughs> if it, that's what I was gonna say is like, if we are being supremely generous, and I do mean like stretching the word generous as far as we can take it, the takeaway that they could want us to take away is like, oh, she wasn't Anne Frank, but she was so far into this research that she read about. Hans Gruber and like knows who he is and knows what he looks like and knows what he did specifically which means which now opens a big implication of okay so it's common knowledge what this guy did because she was able to find out about it through third party research which means that especially like Mr. Goodman the guy who was introduced at the beginning of this episode would probably have taken interest in him um, and maybe like followed up on it do you mean the guy who then like went the guy who went and double checked and was like yeah I double checked and went and did all my due diligence and uh no he's not you're wrong no he's not yeah. you're stupid mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> so like but he is though right yeah yeah so what was the point of having soul good guy show up and just be like nah he's not a nazi that's bullshit like what are we doing here man why call in an expert to just have the expert inexplicably be wrong <laughs> well i don't know American Horror Story is a good show with good writing. It is. It's a good show. And yeah. who's ready and for next more? next week? Um, Origins of Monstrosity is our. Oh God! What a fucking title! I thought I had what? <laughs> we already have Satan and a zombie and like a Nazi serial killer and aliens and, and aliens. Like and a regular serial killer. Yeah. Like Bloody face is like really low tier. Like he's C tier and all and, the things horror thing going and on. And we but. have B B plot Bloody Face who killed Adam Levine. Too. Also, and we have multiple oh, right. about. And the copycats. We're up to like six bloody faces. There are and so where's many antagonists. the Mexican? Yeah. We have <laughs> oh, so wait, many right. goddamn antagonists. <laughs> Just so many antagonists in this season. It's so yeah, so unless they're like all gonna show up at one location and like fuse into Lavos or some shit, I don't see Where's how we could possibly senior? have the birthplace. Remember of how evil. the yeah. Mon- yeah, yeah, the Mon- trying senior. to become the Pope Where's of New York? Bitch? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to become uh. the Pope of New York or some shit. Where's he at? Where's he been through all of this? Where's Pepper? No one's mentioned Pepper for the last three episodes, and she's been missing since the storm. Uh it's okay. Well. Um, so yeah, that was all of I am Anne Frank part one and two. Um, we'll, we'll see you next time gang for (laughs) birthplace of origins of evil or whatever. (laughs) Bye. Bye.